0: All right. It's episode seven of the Dime Boxing with Delco podcast. This is Alex from Delco Rips. I'm here with uh, my co-host Dimes. Uh, say what's up, Dimes.
1: Oh, man. Glad to be here. Episode seven. Got a lot I want to talk about. A lot of shows happening. Market seems to be up. I have a few reasons that I think that may be. I'll turn it back over to you, though. What, what are you excited about right now? What do you think about that, uh, that show you put together?
0: Yeah, so I mean, you know, it's been like I mean, you know, it set the stage. It's been a f- we we missed last week. It's our first missed week. Sorry about that. We're coming in hot though uh, for an episode on uh you know, first of the year, uh February 1st. And you know, we uh I had a show, right? Brotherly Love Car Show was uh was, you know, great and a lot of people came out to it. I was pleasantly surprised at the turnout. We were talking about it before the show like you know I, I, it it was it just did, went better than expected like you can't really expect how many people are going to show up because ultimately you're marketing it you're putting the you know social media post together growing the account but how do you know if people are actually going to come so um you know when they did it, you know the vendors seemed happy and a lot of deals were getting done i mean it blew away my expectation i, w- I was really happy with it and you know, happy with the number of people that attended. But um, yeah, so look out for future shows uh, for the Brother Love Card Show. So, uh, you know, uh, little plug there. Uh, Dimes, what did you think? You were a vendor at the, at the show. How was that experience for you? Um, were deals flowing uh, or was it a little stagnant?
1: It was awesome. I mean, I'll, I'm just giving you my honest opinion. I really did a lot of sales. It was interesting because like the first hour or so, not too much and then like it was crazy pack like the next like three hours went by and then after that as it was getting close to like one o'clock i was like holy cow like i just been wheeling a deal in these last couple hours a lot of good stuff trade selling buying um people are seeing like they're actually starting to buy again which is good and they're buying with a little less hesitation like the last couple of philly shows especially any show it seemed like during the summer like people weren't buying unless you were below comps and they felt they could make money on it. Like, but it seems now people are actually just buying. Like it's not, it seems like it's less of a haggle to sell stuff. People aren't trying to get as much of a bargain as before. I mean, you still have some people, you know, who want to buy low percentages, but for the most part, it seems like that's gotten a lot better. I thought it was awesome. I hope that, uh, I hope you get another one in here soon. I hope you don't wait too long, uh, but
0: we don't, the, we don't want to lose the juice. No, we, we want to do another Watch show. Little, an announcement to come soon. We don't know yet, though. Uh, but yeah, even you're right. Uh, one thing you said, uh, for me personally, like I, I sold, I had a second uh, 48 Bowman Warrior set. I sold my, one on, my PSA one on uh, eBay, but I had an SGC one that I bought all raw and graded myself. And, you know, I had a price guy came up you know, I told him the price. He said, I'll take it. And he bought it right there, face value. Uh, And it is what it was, you know, he just bought it right there. You know, he wanted to buy it as a collector. Um, You know, he didn't haggle and, you know, he just, he just wanted it. And there were several people at the show that did that too. A lot of, I think that was a kind of a testament, like a lot of retail traffic, like true collectors just, you know, hadn't been to a show, like maybe they got to experience a local card shop or, but, you know, this was like, you know, the wide open variety of a whole bunch of other vendors and collectors. Um, and, you know, it's, that's a better experience for the consumer. So, um, you know, I think that was that was good. And, you know, uh, you know, I, I, it was awesome to put on the show. So um, but, you know, another thing that's kind of going on uh, went, after my show, I went to the uh, Culture Collision Card Show in Atlanta. And that was a really great show. Also, um, you know, in general, though, the hobbies just seems to be buzzing right now. Like, you know, card shows everywhere, I think are going well. Dallas was great. Uh, the Culture Collision card show, a lot of deals were flowing. I I had barely, my inventory was shot from Dallas and hasn't had a chance to recover. And I still was selling like, random things that I had didn't expect to sell. Like, and doing deals. And I, I mean, if I had my normal kind of inventory level, I think it would have, I would have done even better at culture collision. So um, I mostly was focusing on kind of the work aspect of uh, selling car dealer pro and uh, you know, kind of that whole stuff. But, um, but yeah, culture collision was great. Uh, What have you, you've noticed kind of uh, things in the hobby too, Danny, like kind of just cars in general going up any Any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of stuff seems to be going up. It seems to be harder to buy some of the stuff the past month that I would want to buy. One thing I noticed, LeBron base across the board, base rookies, they're all up. Bowman Chrome up. Tops Chrome up. Tops up. Bowman up. Upper Deck up. They're all up. Good percentages, too. The Bowman Chrome, you could get them for like two grand a couple months ago. They're at like three grand now. This, that his stuff is moving. I think people are trying to get in before he breaks the record. I think in my opinion, it's going to take a dip shortly after he breaks it. Cause this is a run up. So, I mean, I, I like LeBron. I have a lot of his stuff. I don't really think I'm going to be selling. Maybe I'll look to sell a couple things as it's going up, but probably going to hold the majority of it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be a too much of a sustained run, but it seems like a lot of stuff is going up. Like I. Um, a lot of like Tim Duncan stuff, like his tops, 10s, his Chrome 10s, I've noticed they're going up. Um, just stuff that I usually check the price on and maybe try to look to get at a good price is now more expensive. And I think there's a lot of different reasons. I mean, you look, Bitcoin is up like 40% in the past month.
0: Yeah, stocks are doing well, right? I mean,
1: stocks are on fire. I mean, yeah. look, Disney is... On fire. Bitcoin is on fire.
0: Consumer sentiment is back to normal where people feel like, you know, I can I can make a play on a couple hundred bucks and I'm not going to, you know, lose 50 percent. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, gas has came. It's not as bad as it was. Who knows? I mean, it could all get a lot worse real quick. But for now, at least, it seems like people are more comfortable. Also, something we have coming up tax season. People are going to feel a lot less inclined to spend when they realize they got to pay ten grand in taxes on their eBay sales from the year. Before. <laughs> I just got, I just
0: got that, I just got that piece of paper my, from my eBay sales. Uh, yeah. It's rough.
1: And we're paying a lot more in taxes than we were a couple years ago. I'll let that one rest there, but just think about that. But I mean, people are going to be getting killed on collectibles tax. People who have never experienced this before so many people are going to have that envelope drop moment when they open that envelope in the mail and see what they what they may be owing based on what they earned, or i guess maybe that they figure that out when they talk to their accountant but people are going to be shocked and i think that could lead to some liquidation so as much as i'm tempted to buy in thinking that the market is going to be on a sustained run i think that the liquidation may, may resume once people realize how much they owe to uncle Sam.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, honestly, cause I, I was at, I had a good bit of money from Dallas and I was walking around culture collision, looking at a lot of cards and, you know, I only pulled the trigger on a vintage Willie Mays, like the whole weekend, pretty much. I bought it. Oh, I bought a maxi. That was a great deal from a friend uh, that looked, you know, that was SEC 10, pretty rare, low pop um in the true red uh to 99 kind of a pc buy but you know i'll sell it probably but um and then uh you know that was kind of it i you know i bought a joe montana uh that i think i'm gonna crack and resub uh 81 rookie um uh, for really yeah. cheap too for 100 bucks uh, uh bgs seven and the only thing the the wrong that it has a six centering but the centering's not that bad so I right. kinda, and and it's an old label, too. So I kind of think if I crack it, it may get like an s g c seven or maybe even an eight or something like that. And that's like worth probably three x what I paid uh, at a hundred bucks, probably like three hundred bucks. So um, I'm gonna try to arbitrage that. We'll see how it goes if I, I get around to it or maybe just sell it for a little bit of profit. um <laughs> but if I'll get lazy, but you know, I, I I think it's worth the the gamble of resub uh on g- kind of that hypothesis and also just to me a hundred dollars for an uh even a seven uh <clears throat> joe montana rookie i think is a good buy like I, to me that's like under undervalued uh card um in the hobby
1: if i were you i would maybe think about at psa even though it's kind of like a vintage card just think about it, you're in no rush there you pay the same price just wait maybe an extra two months if that. Get it in a PSA slab. PSA a little softer on centering. True. I, I like on stuff that I'm like not in a rush on. Just send it the cheapest possible PSA level, even if it takes three months. You're not gonna care. It's Joe True. Martin. I guess
0: it, I, I guess because the value now I, it would probably only be like twenty five dollars or something.
1: To grade it with PSA.
0: Yeah, I think so. Right. It's pretty cheap.
1: 90, it, shouldn't be more than 19 bucks
0: uh, okay okay yeah yeah so that would be good um yeah maybe i'll uh maybe i'll do that because that would be kind of it, if it got an eight or bet if it if it if it jumped a grade and went to psa that would definitely be a huge bump um and i think it's it's pretty clean otherwise it has like good corners and uh surface um but anyway yeah i've been buying and then i went on i kind of went on a little buying spree like after culture collision i kind of went on a buying spree at, on PWCC and you know i was buying a lot of vintage i bought mickey uh, mickey mantle uh uh, willie mays i bought like vintage eagles cards i bought a jalen hurts uh i I don't know why i just really was enjoying like the bidding i looked at every every single pwcc card on sunday's auction uh i am not i'm not even joking i went through every single one and just kind of you know just started bidding on stuff and um you know tried to win some things and then I got left with a fat invoice uh on Sunday uh with 15 cards um so yeah I don't know I'm gonna try that uh uh I think that's kind of fun and I just felt like I got I got by uh Dr. J I got my first Dr. J rookie um SGC3 but I felt I felt that I was able to get vintage at pretty fair prices like pretty much the low of what that their grade would go for but like I could pick like the centered one on PWCC I get like get it for that price um I I, that's my theory anyway and then maybe kind of resell it for more or just hold it because they're great pieces and I kind of like them and want to collect them anyway um so yeah that's my current kind of thing I'm kind of doing in the hobby and um yeah, I, I'm enjoying P- buying on PWCC. Who's winning the Super Bowl? Oh, man, I, I don't know, man. I want to say the Eagles. Like the Eagles have looked so good. So good. I think I, I really think that the Eagles can do it. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Homer pick and say Eagles run down the. They run the ball better, and they're able to. You know, take chances, get pressure on Mahomes, and make him make a mistake or two, and they can win the game. Like I just think, I really think the Eagles had the best roster in the league, and even though Mahomes is incredible, I do think that if we can wear them down and run the ball, which I don't think the Kansas City defense is is really that good, and I think we'll be able to do that, um, then I think that we'll 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 do really well. So that's my that's my prediction. I, would, re- you know, that's why I felt comfortable buying, you know, Jalen hurts cards. Like, I feel like not, I didn't buy anything too big, but um, you know, maybe I would, like, I kind of felt, I feel like pretty good about it, but what do you think?
1: I like, it's going to sound biased. I think the Eagles win. I think they might win by a decent amount. Like I think there's a good chance it's not a super close game. Um, but I will say to sound less biased, Boy, have the Eagles had an easy road to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. You got no
1: you to play Danny Dimes, two home games. I mean, they earned it through the bye, but you got two home games, one of them against the Giants who, let's be honest, that was a gimme. And then you get to play the 49ers who run out of quarterbacks. And now you're in the Super Bowl. I feel like that's a nice road, but I, I think they're going to beat them. I think the Chiefs are banged up. Eagles are deep. They, I mean, the Eagles just they've had a nice and easy season. They had an easy schedule to open up. They raked out to an incredible record, ended up getting time to, you know, let Hurts recover, probably get some extra rest going into the playoffs. Like, I feel like it's been a nice cruise ride. Like, who knows? They could do that same thing again next year. I mean, I don't know. And one thing that's interesting about Hurts cards, they really, like around week 12 and 13, they were pretty high. They haven't really gone up that much extra since then. Like I feel like the Super Bowl win for Hertz might not be priced in yet. I feel like for guys like Allen, Burrow, Herbert, it was priced in. I don't think it was for Hertz. I think Hertz might have some more room to grow. I mean if he gets a Super Bowl MVP in he's this young and he's only been in the league for three years, like that's insane.
0: Yeah, he at least can go, I agree. I you know uh, will he be, you know, if you look at like contenders autos, I think it was like you know he's still only at like twenty five hundred for his base PSA ten. Yeah. It's and it maybe up to like three grand now or something. But um, I'm wondering if he can be at the five thousand dollars for the base PSA ten level, like where Justin Herbert was, um, if he was to win a Super Bowl. Um, I think he'll reach that for a moment. Um, I don't know if it'll sustain, but you're right. I mean, you know, if they, if he does it like in this way, it'll be super impressive. And uh, I think that, you know, it'll be good for his career and, you know, he'll definitely go up. I, I, you know uh, I'm kind of wishing I had held on to like a bigger card for this moment as an Eagles fan. I just, I, you know, it's kind of one of them things like I'm a little scarred from like previous homerisms, And like, I try not to like, Put all my like cards at, at my home teams. To be honest, I try to like be- almost go away from that. But in this case, it would have worked out really well. So kudos to all the people. Uh, and I'm not going to make that mistake for the Sixers. I'm, I'm. That's why I have most of my card money is in Tyrese Maxi cards for some reason. So um, you know, I'll keep that going. Yeah,
1: it. I I really think there could be room for a serious jump. And think about this. They should have most of this team together for at least the next two years, maybe three years. Imagine if he gets to another Super Bowl. Imagine they have another season just like this. They cruise to the Super Bowl because once you get that second Super Bowl win, if it's really early in your career, then it's going to be like, whoa, his prices will go bizarre. I know I sound like a crazy Philly fan to already be starting a price in the second one before the first one's even played, but- it's a decent possibility. I mean, when you think about it, five years ago, they had the same offensive and defensive line, kind of. Like, half of the same line on each side. It's just five years later, same guys. They're just – when when those key guys stay healthy for a full year, like Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Fletch, Graham, like, it's like they're just on. Unst- – they're so dominant on both sides, and, like, that just controls the game. Like, think about it, the skill position players – are totally different from the 2017 team. Running back, receivers, uh, tight end, quarterback—like totally new skill position. The line, kind of, is kind of similar.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just—it's—it's uh, it, it's awesome having a great offensive line too. That's why I'm kind of like banking on them, like just crushing it in the run game, um, and that kind of working. Um, but yeah, transitioning like a uh, little bit of basketball uh what do you think like the Sixers have been really hot they did lose to the Magic last night but the other than that they've been really hot they're like in second place in the East Joel Embiid looks like an MVP candidate again uh do you think like are you investing in any Sixers cards are you comfortable buying Sixers cards do you think there'll be you know kind of increased interest as the month goes on?
1: uh in stuff does seem pretty cheap last night was a tough game they were up by like 20 and the young guys on the magic just ran it back on them and ended up winning by i think like 10, po- 10 or more points and it was crazy sixers had that game won but Embiid looks great it's just tough because what needs to happen for his stuff to go up you know i i don't see the sixers making a serious finals run i just don't and He's not I don't think he gets the MVP. I mean, Luca was unbelievable last night. He had 53, 24 in the first quarter. He wasn't really missing many shots. He was getting to the rim whenever he wanted, which is insane. Yeah, but he,
0: but team, but te- the team, I don't he, you know, he's got to win, you know? Like I don't I think I don't know that he has, at the current record that they if you ended the season right now, like would even qualify for the MVP.
1: You know, they won again last night. I think they're sitting right around 500 maybe. I mean, in my opinion, I remember Russell Westbrook got it when the Thunder were like a five or six seed, I believe. I mean, yeah. Lucas putting up ridiculous. I, I, in my opinion, it looks like they're going to give it to Jokic again. He's going to get his third straight.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think ultimately, I, I, here's what it, I mean, what if the Sixers, if none of those guys that you mentioned in the West finish, First and say Tatum finishes second or third and the Sixers ultimately finish first in the East. Let's just say that. And then Joel Embiid hat leads the league in scoring and kind of is on the same trajectory in terms of stats as he's right now. Like I think he wins his MVP. Like I think so oh he needs the chips to fall his way for once in terms of record. Like that's how you get the accolade. Uh like that's how mahomes is going to get his mvp right like the chiefs got the first seed he was the best player in the league like if maho if mb does the same thing in terms of scoring and 10 rebounds and more blocks than jokic and they and, and, like and actually gets first and none of those players really have a compelling case in terms of record like i think i think mb gets it
1: yeah, you know what? You're right. I mean, he might have a decent shot. You look at – he barely has any rookie cards, too. That's the interesting. There was no optic and select, had no retail. You didn't have Chronicles. You didn't have all the stuff that you have now. You just didn't have. I mean, you have Prism. I think there's domers rated rookies.
0: Listen, know- I'm, bored, I'm bored of collecting MB though. So, like, I'm not advertising – like, I'm not advocating go buy Embiid cards. But I'm just talking about, like, potential for the MVP. But I do think if he did win the MVP, like his cards would go up. But, you know, I do one thing I will say as a caveat is like. Even if they go up a little bit, like the demand for them is always going to be limited because of the whole center thing. Uh, And I always felt like the cards I had never quite got the offers that you might expect for a player of his caliber or the card of their caliber.
1: Yeah, it's I think, though. If he ends up winning an MVP, and let's say, oh, if he can, let's say a couple years down the line, maybe in two, three years, if he could bring a championship to Philly, I think then you might see a decent jump in his stuff. Because, yeah, like you said, you got the big man thing, but his stuff is so rare. Like, there's just so few cards. I think that's a big thing. Like, people point out Shaq. Shaq was during the junk wax era, you know? True.
0: And no no pack-pulled autos or rookie autos or anything like, you know, Embiid has a gold prism. Embiid has big, big cards, you know?
1: Yeah, I think even some of the base rookie stuff could have some potential to at least hold value down the line. Um, But, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Embiid could have an outside shot at the MVP. If the Sixers can end up grabbing the one seed, I think he maybe should get it if they get the one seed because – he is kind of carrying last night, just killed me to watch, but I mean, that's, that's whatever. It was great though. Watching the highlights of the Mavs game. I was always kind of like a Luca. I'm not going to lie. In 2018, I was like, kind of like a Luca denier. I was like, this will fade out. Like guys will figure this out. He's unbelievable. He is unstoppable. I don't know how long he can keep doing this for. Cause it looks like magic out there. Like Luca magic is no joke it literally looks like a magician like he's doing whatever he he's getting to wherever he wants on the court like and he's so much slower than everyone he just I'm saying as
0: long as he's healthy I think it's sustainable because he's not doing it with speed it's all skill you know it's a skill and body size and positioning and you know spatial awareness and you know I don't know just gifted he's he's incredible I agree with you though like uh, I think he's the most talented offensive player in the league right now. Like, no doubt. It's
1: so sad that Panini printed too many of his cards.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That is before we even had select retail. But hey,
0: hey, upper deck and tops did the same thing with LeBron. Like, when LeBron was a rookie in 2003, there was all these special sets, like LeBron sets. They just, like, pumped out all this junk LeBron rookie cards. Like, and now, like, you know, rookie cards. There's certain rookie cards that are just like five, ten dollars of LeBron paper, weird rookie cards. And I feel like card companies always react to a well-known commodity, and they strike leather the iron's hot. And don't think that Fanatics, when they take over the rights, is not going to do the same thing with Victor Wambayama. Yeah. And they're going to be, you're going to be buying Victor Wambayama NFTs. You're going to be buying coffee mugs. You're going to be buying. Special, exclusive 7-Eleven, you know, packs and you know lids, lids edition factory sets of Wembayama, you know, die cuts and all sorts of stuff. Like, I really think that uh, they'll do the same. And um, you know, it's it's kind of just n- the nature of the business that when you have a known prospect that is going to be in demand for their rookie card, that they're just going to print more. And do more with that demand.
1: Yeah, I think Wembenyama could be interesting. You know, think about the times that the hobbies gain a lot of momentum, right? I saw Luca brought a lot of momentum. Zion brought a ton of momentum. Superstars, huge prospects like that bring momentum to cards. If Wembenyama can pan out, I watch some videos. I'm not a huge fan of his game, but... I trust the scouts who get paid to do it more than myself. What do you so, mean you're not a
0: fan of his game? The dude's just yamming gonna, on
1: people. Dude's gonna get worked when he's gotta go against Giannis and Embiid and some of these NBA guys. Look who he's yamming on, though. He's yamming on dudes who look like Yeah, people. but
0: it's he he's he he can hit the step back threes. He's like skilled, you know? That's the thing about him. Like he doesn't even need to body anybody. And I think you're you're undervaluing his pure size. Like even with Giannis, he's towering over Giannis. You know, like
1: goes Porzingis. Porzingis can shoot too. He can shoot pretty well.
0: Yeah, but yeah, but Porzingis really is well. washed up. He's washed no, he's and he's still good. He's I don't still know. good. So Wimbanyama could be Porzingis. No, he's gonna he's better, dude. He's gonna be better.
1: I'm, I mean, either way, I trust the scouts more than me, and I believe that <laughs> I will be there.
0: I, trust- I mean, yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, I think you're like, you know, discrediting the Euro tape like they did with Luca. But I, I mean, I think he, he's playing just like ridiculous. You know, he played against that top guy. Uh, is it, his name Scoop? Um, Scoop Henderson. Yeah, yeah right and like he worked him like I mean the dude outplayed him he was blocking shots I left and right there's no doubt he's a all-time defensive prospect uh even if you think he's gonna get bodied in the NBA but you know people said that about Kevin Durant he would never be able to last in the league and you know that he would get worked I I, I think I really think that these guys you know obviously he needs to put on some weight but you know, the he seems pretty agile and nimble with his weight. Like he could just be quicker than people too. Just like Giannis.
1: Yeah, he, he could be Porzingis.
0: No, he could be better <laughs> yeah, than he could, He's yeah. a better prospect than Porzingis, no doubt. No doubt.
1: Dude, I remember watching that Porzingis pick. It was right after the Sixers took Okafor. And I remember everyone was like, trashing the Knicks for it and I remember just seeing him be like a head taller than everyone just who did they want
0: who did they want them to take I can't remember
1: um in 2015 not D'Angelo Russell went second it was Towns D'Angelo Russell Okafor Porzingis was Dante Exum? Yeah, I think it was maybe Dante Exum that they wanted them to take with the. Like, jazz yeah, they just an
0: offensive. Yeah, they just wanted like some sort of offensive Steve like guard type player. Point guard.
1: Yeah, and Stephen A. Smith. The next they went nuts, and then people were like, I remember seeing those highlights. I didn't really know much. I was like, this dude's sick. Like, why didn't the Sixers take? And then that was weird. They already had Embiid in Nerlens, and they took Okafor. That was like full tank mode. Like, let's just compile a bunch of useless big men other than Embiid, obviously, but. That was in some interesting times. But I thought
0: Oofor was going to be sick, but, you know, that didn't work out. He didn't, he'd never panned out to, like, a, a full-time great NBA player at all. Far from it. Far yeah. from
1: it. But um, it'll be – yeah, I, I'm really curious to see how Panini or Fanatics reacts to Wembenyama. Um, we got a big show coming up this weekend on Sunday – Fishtown car show, Rivers Casino. Um, I always, I like that one, nice and easy. Park at the casino.
0: You, you always say the same stuff about. You're like great food, great, like, cheap, affordable, good food, cheap food. You like Jerry Seinfeld over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, I'm really excited for Fishtown too this Sunday. Uh, I also have Burbank on my mind. Uh, right after that, in two weeks, I'm like super pumped. Um, I we got a really good spot next to the Fujitsu booth, uh, the Car Dealer Pro and Collects, plus my one showcase for Delphi Rips. So I I'm working and have a little bit of pleasure too. Uh, I know, I know. I it's a that is like yeah, perk of the job, perk of the job. Be but you know, I'm really excited. I mean, to just go out, I'm gonna get to go to Burbank Car Show uh, car shop for the first time. And visit the warehouse um, and see a couple of cool things. So, uh, you know, check off some hobby bucket list items out in California. And I expect the hot hobby, you know, kind of climate will continue out on the West Coast and it'll be like buzzing and rocking and like nothing we've ever seen. I think that all the people that travel to all the shows will be going out to California this weekend. Um, and yeah, and then. I'm going to fly home Sunday uh, at six in the morning and then get home at 3 PM um, to uh, watch the Eagles game (laughs) uh, on Sunday. Hopefully watching Eagles W. So I got a good plan for that.
1: Yeah. I saw, um, I was watching Luca Tiger Braun. They were interviewing Rob from Burbank and they brought up like, Hey, what are you doing here? Like, they didn't say it like that, but it was like, your show is during the Super Bowl. But then Rob brought up a pretty good point. He was like, Yeah, imagine getting to buy a Jalen Hurts card as Jalen Hurts is throwing a touchdown in the Super Bowl.
0: I know. I'm not going to be there Sunday, but like that would be kind of cool. But same time. Well, no, you know what? The show will be over, I think, by the actual time the Super Bowl is being played. I think. Well, uh, maybe not. No, no, because it's West Coast. So it'll be 3 p.m. Right. Um my bad. Oh, so maybe there'll be a couple hours of the of the game going on. Yeah, that'll be kind of a wild experience. I will say like a uh, quick anecdote because I think we're getting close to, to time, but the uh Dallas show w- like at trade night while watching there was a huge TV and it was on the Chargers Jags game. And people were like buying bu- buying Chargers cards, buying oh uh Jags cards like as the score is changing and just like the atmosphere of like being around a bunch of card degenerates with with their collections and cards during the game, having a bunch of those players uh and like still doing deals, I think is really cool and kind of creates a fun environment. So um I hope that happens for Burbank and they get like kind of unique a unique vibe and it's crazy on Sunday, uh for sure.
1: Oh yeah. For, I mean, I just I can't fly. One time I'm gonna make you take me with you when you're flying for a show. I'm just not not ready for that yet.
0: I mean the for, national, what the, the Dime Boxing With Delco podcast is going to Chicago. You gotta go to Chicago.
1: I should. I tell you what, I wanna drive there though. No flight.
0: What's wrong with you? You don't like to fly?
1: I don't you know what? I, I think a a nice road trip. Rent a car on Turo. put some You know, honestly,
0: I, I maybe maybe that makes sense for the National because yeah, because I mean, of all this sh- of all the stuff you got to bring <laughs> so uh yeah but we're we're learning new things about danny dimes that he doesn't like to fly uh since he wants to drive anywhere far um but yeah do you have anything else uh for the for the listeners for uh episode seven here
1: guests are coming our guests will be we already have our first guests <laughs> but we're not going to commit
0: to when let's not even say yeah. like it's next episode but we have we have to, we talk to guests, and we it's not that we're we're trying we're not really trying very hard on our end, so we're not doing a good job. But we're gonna we're gonna get them on, we're gonna schedule it, and we're gonna get some outside opinions uh, for some upcoming markets uh, to help you uh, with your collection and kind of expand out of our own uh, kind of knowledge. But yeah, if you listen this far, we appreciate you, and uh, you know thanks for thanks for tuning in and. Uh, We'll see you soon.